Do not adjust your dial. It is a Wednesday edition, a midweek madness edition of the Chris Carpenter Show, Thanksgiving edition. So we're going to talk. We're going to do a recap of the Texas Tech at Maui Invitational. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of non-sports on this broadcast. We're going to talk the state of Star Trek. I'm going to talk some movies that I've seen recently, kind of give you my thoughts on upcoming things, movies, and then we will get on down the road and you will get ready for your Thanksgiving celebration. So let's open it up with Tech at the Maui Invitational. They end up going one and two. If you listen to my episode on Saturday, I, I said I if they go one and two, I would have been fine with that. Uh, I did not think they could beat Creighton. That proved correct. Uh, I certainly I thought probably you would end up playing Louisville and should be, be should be able to beat them, which they did. And then it was really going to be a toss up depending on who you played. You ended up playing Ohio State. In today's game. So let's just kind of break it down. We'll start with the game on Monday with Creighton. You know, um, Creighton is as good as advertised. There are some polls I've seen them number nine, number 10. Um, certainly, I think they're going to be a threat to win the Big East this year and potentially could get uh, could be a threat to go pretty far in the NCAA tournament. Very good three point shooting team. And as we've learned through the years, the no middle defense, one of the weaknesses, probably the weakness, is is uh, three point shooting. If you've got a hot three point shooting team, they they can be pretty lethal, and they certainly were. Um, but first half, you know, Tech, I thought played really strong. They they forced a lot of turnovers against Creighton, and you know you were able to uh, leave the first half tied, and then it just kind of fell apart, and they and Creighton was able to break it open in the second half. Tech wasn't able to uh, force a single turnover in the second half. Certainly, that that contributed to to the loss. And you know, you're just you're just not there yet with with this team. Um, there's still a lot of gelling that needs to happen. I think this is one of the bright spots. Even though you you went one and two in the Maui Invitational, this is uh, I think going to be a bright spot of of going to an event like this. You're allowing this team of mostly newcomers to gel together and, and learn how to play with each other. And, and I think today, you know, I'll skip, skip ahead to today's game and we'll go back to Louisville in just a minute. But I, you know, I, I think you saw glimpses of that in today's game. So disappointing to, I mean, I hate losing, but you know, I think this, this Texas tech team, if, if tech and Creighton meet again in March, I think you're going to have a, definitely a potential possibility of a, of a different outcome. I think you've got you've got the pieces. It's just putting the pieces together, and I think just kind of an overarching you know commentary on this tournament. Um, you you've got pieces. It's just a matter of having those pieces be in the right spot and putting them together and and everything. So and and again, you know, we still have Amac who who is. We're not sure when he's going to come back. Hopefully, it's the Mark Adams timetable of December and not the you know Jeff Goodman timetable of February, and you're able to work him into the lineup. So, you followed up uh, the Monday loss to Creighton by I mean just destroying Louisville. Um, Louisville may be the worst team power power five team in basketball, and 
they may be just one of the worst teams overall in college basketball this year. But you made them look bad, and you, I mean, it was the perfect, you know, rebound uh, uh, battle back game after the the loss to Creighton. And I mean, you saw what this team certainly is capable of, and you know, um, it's going to be a quad three if you're doing the whole ranking stuff at the end of the day, but. You know, Tech made them look bad, and and that, that's something to be encouraged for. And then, you know, you come back today, you play an Ohio State team, and when I saw that Isaac Likely was on that team, and then you had the McNeil from West Virginia, I knew it was going to be tough. Isaac Likely is a te- is a tech is a Tech Red Raider killer. It is going to be a relief that we don't have to play him in conference twice this year, because he always plays probably his best games against Texas Tech, but. You know, it, it 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 started off rough in the first half. You were down double digits for quite a bit of the first half. Um, you were able to battle back, and I think you went into the halftime down five or six points. And you know, you just you you stayed in the game, but you just never were able to make that final push, final run to to overtake them. You know, and. Uh, defense was a little shaky today. I, you know, part of it was you had Likely and McNeil shooting lights out. But again, you know, offense battled it back. You know, your offense, we've seen with past Texas Tech basketball teams, offense disappears for, you know, long stretches of time. They didn't. The unfortunate thing was you just couldn't get the, couldn't string together um, the defensive stops that you needed to win the game. And, and so you end up, you end up dropping this game bright spots, you know, Bacho just continues to get better and better. He is just so much fun to watch. I think it's going to be, his game's going to be more enhanced when you get AMAC back. Um, Cause Bacho right now is having to carry the load as, as, as your big post guy and you get AMAC back. He's and Bacho sharing the load. It's, it's going to be pretty lethal, you know, pop Isaac's, he he really did has uh, done a better job during this Valley Invitational of of curbing the turnovers and that obviously was a big thing that that was noticed and he's I mean <clears throat> if he can get himself to his his top top notch of the game he's he's gonna be pretty good um, you know obviously Davion Harmon pretty strong as well um, O'Banner was O'Banner you know. Um, you saw flashes from Jennings in Washington uh, throughout the game. I thought KJ Allen gave you some pretty uh, good quality minutes as well. You know, I think the big question coming out of in these first six games is is uh, you know Elijah Fisher. What is what is what contribution is he going to be able to make? Again, it's early. I don't want to like you know that this time last year. You know, you had um, Bryson Williams was having some struggles, and then he was able to put it together by by a conference play. Um, you know, Jalen Tyson's I think is another one that you know he's he's kind of I kind of view him kind of as that Bryson Williams player right now that um, having some struggles, you know, disappearing offensively uh, through stretches. But I think he's somebody that come conference play I think could come alive and and really be pretty lethal for you. So. Bottom line, yeah, you know, you're one and two in this Maui Invitational. You dropped to four and two um, in this non-conference play. This was a this was a good three days for Texas Tech basketball, and this is going to be a three days that's really going to be beneficial to you 
when you start Big 12 play. Um, so, yeah, it stinks to lose two games. Um, but, you, I mean, you didn't have you, – you lost to two pretty strong opponents. You know, and I, I think, again, the Ohio State game is a little bit more disappointing than Creighton because, I mean, you just – if you could have strung together a couple more defensive stops – you could have won this game today. Um, you're not Ohio State is not vastly better than you. I think you're you play this Ohio State team ten times. I think I think it's a five five split. Honestly, um, you know Creighton right now. I don't think it's a five five split. Now maybe come March it will be. So, but yeah, bottom line, uh, it's a good. It was a good three days for Tech basketball. You come back next Wednesday. You're going to be playing Georgetown. Georgetown is a about as awful as Louisville, and so you you can't lose to Georgetown. That would be that would be a bad loss. You got to lay the beating on them. Um, that would make I think a lot of fans feel better. Although again, Georgetown's not a very good team, but you know you have an opportunity to get to get right in front of your home crowd against a Big East opponent, and you know, unfortunately, your your next really big test is not going to be till Big Twelve play. Which you know that's kind of been the trade. That's the trade off playing this early season tournament. You don't have. I mean, I, I would have preferred, you know, even if it was a neutral site game, you know, some other uh, game against a a quality opponent. You're not going to get that till Big Twelve play. But you know, it is what it is. Again, I think this is this is a team that's got really good pieces. It's just getting getting them to gel and getting them to work as a team and. It's November right now. It's a work in progress, but I think that I think they can certainly get there. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to do some state of Star Trek. Welcome back to this midweek madness Thanksgiving edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to talk state of Star Trek right now, and I'm going to talk movies that I've seen um, that I would give a recommend. So let's. Uh, Let's start with State of Star Trek. So I think the last time on this podcast that I did a State of Star Trek update was back in June. So right around when uh, Strange New Worlds ended, and I think I gave a little bit of an update um, on one of the midweek madnesses after the San Diego Comic-Con. So we'll start with Lower Decks, and then we'll kind of work our way through what's been going on thus far with Prodigy. So... Lower Decks, uh, solid, I think, a solid 10-episode season. We had the crossover with um, Deep Space Nine, and I think I predicted it when they announced that when the trailer dropped and we saw the crossover, we were going to have a Deep Space Nine episode, that you were probably going to see Kira and Quark were probably the two Deep Space Nine characters that you were most likely to see, and that did come to fruition. Um I thought it was a pretty solid episode. It was great to revisit the Deep Space Nine world. You know, Deep Space Nine, especially since these new Star Trek uh, Star Trek shows started to roll out, has kind of been the um, forgotten show. You haven't had a lot of Deep Space Nine references. And part of it is because it's going to be difficult to bring in any of these Deep Space Nine actors. Um, you know, unfortunately, you've had... You know, Rene Aubergine, he uh, passed away. Um, Aaron Eisenberg, who played Nog, has passed away. Avery Brooks, for all intents and purposes, has retired from acting. You know, Cole Meany has has kind of 
expressed more, kind of seemed like he's been a bit on the fence to want to do um, any Deep Space Nine or any really any Star Trek work. Um, so it's just it makes it makes sense that Deep Space Nine's kind of and any anyway you know with a lot of Star Trek fans, Deep Space Nine has kind of been the forgotten show um, just based on fan fan like for it. So it makes a little bit of sense that we haven't seen that. Having said that, I thought it was a solid episode, and I really thought Lower Decks season three overall was a pretty solid uh, season. You know, the Lower Decks is continues to probably be one of my favorites of the new Star Trek. It was my favorite, I think, until Strange New Worlds came along, and I, you know, I really think Lower Decks. If you if you were a '90s Star Trek fan, you probably like Lower Decks. It's it's a really solid show. So. We're now half. We're now not not halfway. We're about four episodes into uh, Prodigy. This is this is part two of season one of Star Trek Prodigy, and we're seeing a lot more Janeway. Not only the Janeway hologram, but also the actual Janeway, Admiral Janeway, and uh, continues to heat up. We we've, we've got the Proto Star crew fleeing from Starfleet. That was kind of the cliffhanger from the last episode. You've had the Borg show up. You've had the Murph go through his metamorphosis. Supposedly, this Thursday is where we're going to have some sort of reveal as to what exactly is Dal's, um, what it, what species is Dal, which that should be interesting to see. I know it's a kid show, and obviously, I know it's written for kids. But you know, if you are a Star Trek fan, I think you're going to uh, get some something out of this uh, prodigy show it i think it continues to be pretty entertaining and you know i know we've got a whole season 2 to to look forward to i don't i don't know um how they're going to schedule it if it's going to be we're going to see part this part 1 they're going to finish this off and then we won't see part 2 until next october i hope that's not true because you know you are going to have a gap um after picard picard and um probably strange new world season two which they've not announced when that will drop because you know you're still in the midst of discovery still filming their season five so but overall i mean a pretty solid show prodigy's been something that's been interesting is you know you had an interview drop with kate mulgrew regarding the possibility of live action captain janeway coming back for a show (coughs) and you know, reading reading kind of between the lines, it sounds like that, that that potentially could happen. Now, what will that look like? Um, I don't think you get a Star Trek Janeway show. I don't think they're going to go the Picard route with Janeway. I, th- I think you will see a live action Janeway in another show, which I'm going to get to in a minute once I start talking Picard. So let's talk Picard. We we've had a couple of other trailers drop. For the upcoming season, it'll be in February when Picard season three starts. It's going to be the last season. We're going to have all of the next generation cast coming back for this season. We got to see a little bit more of a glimpse of that. The Titan, which looks like Seven of Nine is commanding this Titan ship. This is not the Riker Titan. This is a new Titan is going to be where a lot of the story is going to be taking place. I think it's going to be a great season. Uh, Brent Spiner is going to be playing Lore, which that should be interesting. My theory with this Picard season is I think you're going to see a setup for a spinoff. 
And, you know, we've heard that there's two unannounced shows in development right now with Star Trek. And I think uh, one of the unannounced shows is some sort of continuation spinoff of the Picard series. And I really think it's going to be centered around Seven of Nine. And I think that's where you will see Janeway, a live action Janeway come back is in this new Seven of Nine Titan series. Now, are they going to call it Star Trek Seven of Nine? I think that I don't I think that what they'll call it is Star Trek Titan. And I think it'll be the adventures of this USS Titan crew with this spinoff. So um, other new Star Trek news, um, the movies, the movies basically. Uh, back you know back in who knows when that's going to happen i don't know when we'll get an, another star trek movie i don't think we're going to get another kelvin verse movie with chris pine and all of them i think if we get another star trek movie it's either going to be a brand new story or you're going to be expanding on something else here's what i'd kind of like to see you know several years ago i think this was even pre-covid you know, you had this announcement that Michelle Yao was going to basically star in her own Star Trek series on Section 31. And you had a setup in Season 3 where Michelle Yao has to go through the Guardian the Forever to some unknown place. And there's we haven't heard anything about the Section 31 series really in a long time. Most Trek fans theorize that the Strange New World series basically took the place of Section 31 series. I would love to see Michelle yell back as Captain George or as Giorgio. And I think that could be potentially where you could get your, your next Star Trek movie is instead of doing a Section 31 series, do a movie. You've got a bona fide movie star in Michelle Yao. Do a movie with her. And I think that's a lot more doable than trying to go back to the Kelvin verse well and trying to get those guys back together is do a movie with Michelle Yao as, as your star. But we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. It's going to be very interesting down the road to see how, what that's going to look like ultimately with Star Trek. So we're going to take one more break. And then when we come back, we are going to talk movies. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, we're talking a little bit of movies, not a whole lot, um, because there hasn't been any massively, quite frankly, there hasn't been really any oh, solid, solid movies that have come out. Um, we're going to cover kind of the what has uh, what's been the fall movie um, kind of stuff going on lately. You know, obviously we had superhero movies come out again uh, black adam and then black panther came out went and saw them both decent um black panther was i think pretty solid i think it was a little bit longer than it probably should have been it was like a i mean it was a two and a half hour movie i don't necessarily think that it needed to be that long you know black adam kind of the same same deal uh long movie it's fine. It's entertaining. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet and you're into the, into those types of movies, you'll probably enjoy that. As far as other movies that I've seen in this fall time, it just hasn't been really anything memorable. You know, Barbarian. I went and saw that. It was kind of weird. If you're into the, if, if you're into weird movies, you probably enjoy that. 
kind of the same as a smile, uh, smile kind of the same way. I will t- I will give you a recommend of a movie that came out last Friday that I really enjoyed, and that was The Menu. And The Menu is a suspenseful film. I wouldn't say it's a horror film, but it's it certainly is kind of a darker film with a darker subject matter. But I enjoyed it. I thought and and had some lighthearted moments as well. But you know, if if you're looking for a, a solid, you know suspenseful movie to watch over this Thanksgiving break. I think the menu is, is a pretty good movie, you know, coming out as far as movies coming out rest of the year. There's just not a lot of devotion. I'm looking forward to devotion, uh, which comes out. I think it came out today. Um, the knives out sequel is out. It's only out for in a limited run. So it'll, it'll be out for a limited run and then it'll go to Netflix, which I, that kind of stinks to me. I wish it would be out on a little bit longer run, but you know, they didn't ask my opinion. I will be, tr- I will be 100% honest, honest with you. I'm not looking forward to Avatar. I probably will not go see Avatar. Just does not look like a good movie to me, you know, and you know, who knows? Maybe there's, there's some that uh, movie that'll pop up Christmas season that, that kind of appeal, but not seeing anything right now, but anyway, I hope everybody's got has a great Thanksgiving. My plan right now, and plans are always subject to change, is I'll record a normal episode of the Chris Carpenter show Saturday night after the Texas Tech Oklahoma game. Worst case scenario would be I won't record till Sunday. I don't think I I don't think that will happen though. I do think I'll probably record um, Saturday. Um, normal episode of the Chris Carpenter show. And then um, you'll have another normal episode that next week. So, and, and no recap because there won't be a, any Texas tech football to recap at that point. Well, we'll, we'll do, you know, maybe some that, that episode might do some last minute, you know, predictions as far as where will Texas tech go in the bowl season. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving and I will see you Saturday for the next episode of, The Chris Carpenter Show.